everybody. Hello. Do you know what I've been enjoying recently? Go on then. Dyeing my hair. Drying your hair is a luxury that I don't ever like, really bef- sort of I've experience. Throughout lockdown, which has been extensive in the UK, um, my hair's grown quite long. Yeah, you've gone. You went through like a like a phase in the first lockdown where you went a bit mad with I hair went, dye. Yeah, like I You're well, like, I fuck was, it, can't go no, out. Well, I was just <laughs> dye it crazy. Colours. I did it. I made one mistake, and then I like was frantically trying to undo my mistake. Oh yeah, that's when you ended up getting loads of hair dye. I, dying, like. I uh, basically I tried to had like a bit of uh, like blonde bit, so I was trying to put some like pink yeah. in it because you know fuck it, why not? <laughs> it's lockdown, and then it turned out it didn't turn my blonde pink at all. It was only supposed to be a toner, and it toned. The rest of my hair, like the like natural regrowth, like this orange, sort of very orangey. I <laughs> thought colour. it looked great. <laughs> I did personally. So I then spent weeks and weeks and weeks trying to fix that, and I couldn't. So the only way to fix it was when they did, at some point, reduce the, the lockdown so we could actually get our hairs d- hairs done. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I got it done, but. Um, yeah, you bought like a fancy hairdryer or something. Uh, but there. but no, well, I I've been hairdryer. I was but because I've because of the long hair because I was always had sort of like I don't know, sort of just above shoulder length kind of quite blonde hair, and because it's long, I was like I don't really like sitting there with lots of like wet long hair. Oh so yeah. I've been so I started like using my really <laughs> old shit hairdryer and like drying my hair and actually quite enjoyed the like the routine of doing it. So I bought myself like one one of these fancy. Which was like not expensive at all. But Wasn't it? Fancy, like, hair it looks brush. expensive. No, it was like eighteen pounds. Oh, that's not expensive then. No, like compared to like four, five hundred pounds that the so fucking I, I Dyson thought, one cost. I thought that girls dried their hair all the time after every time. That's why they don't. Oh, I can't go out tonight. Wash your hair because you've got to dry it and remove well, twelve I don't, liters of water from your I head. don't have thick hair, so it doesn't take me very long to do it. Like so some people, it takes age, ages, 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 <laughs> ages, ages. Um, to do it because I'm, I'm like gesturing hair drying right now. Um, <laughs> because they've got like thick hair and it takes a f- you know forever to dry, but mine doesn't. So I look, I can spend ten minutes just like you know sitting there. Well, she's got like this round like attachment thing. What would you call it? I don't. It's know like a it hair. It's like a hair it's brush. Like a round it's hair like a hair brush. drying brush that goes on the end of the actual hair dryer, so yeah. you can like. You can give yourself what they call a blowout. Well, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, in that case, I blew my beard out. So, Tom, uh, there's like two size round brushes. Yeah, and Tom, thought, Tom like, dries his beard with it. Just trying to have a go today. Because he's got quite a curly like beard. It's quite, no, it's, I get pa- like kinky. patches of curls. There's like kinks there's like in it, yeah. yeah. I don't know You've why. You've got a bit at the end that like curls out toward, towards like the world. That, just snip that off and like it, You look like a little like elf. You look like <laughs> an elf beard. Which is prompt for Christmas, I suppose. Prompt? No, that's not the word. <laughs> prompt for Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, I'm enjoying that. I don't know why. I'm going to wash my hair after well, this and uh, dry it because well, it's that's like, cause a pa- it's fun. that's like a pamper thing that girls. It's just do, it's just it? I don't know. It's just it's something to do, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this <laughs> lockdown <laughs> shit. It's all this bollocks about like Christmas and stuff now because uh, we've got like the three household rule. Well, no, here. but like f- for only for four. Well, in each tier, and now pretty much everybody's in tier three, so there's no household. Yeah. That you've only allowed in other people's household, and you're in tier one. And I think there's like one, like city in the whole of the UK that's in tier one. Well, I was talking to Steve earlier on on um, our chat for RFE Top Secret Classified, and he was saying, "Are you going to do some p- get p- Rob round over the over the uh, yeah?" Like, because, because we were allowed to mingle for like five days. But the thing is, like, because we've got you can mix with three houses. 
And we're like, well, yeah, we would do, but Rob is going to go and see his girlfriend's parents. Mm. He's going to see my parents, Who, which is two households. Which is two households. He'll yep. see my sister, and then which and is another. So then, so he, he, if he, he, if away, he just out. saw my family, it's blitzing he's four households <laughs> yeah, so just for my if one he, family. If he includes us in that, so it's then five. that's five, and so he's breaking the rules. <laughs> it's really, it's really like what the fuck. So you have ah. to like pick. You know, you have to pick who you're able to see at Christmas. Yeah, so yeah, because my mum and dad are split up. So my dad lives by himself. My yep. mum lives by herself. Yep. My sister, she's with, she's got her own place. Yep. And my brother's got his own place. So yep. And so have I. So if we met each other on Christmas Day, that's five households mixing. That's not even seeing then, your side of the family. Yeah, and then if you include me, then there's so like my parents. Yeah. Who, I mean, to be fair, I'm more simple. I've just got like my parents who live in one household. Yeah, yeah. So it's just... Damn simpletons. But yeah, but... Uh, yeah, it's it's very complicated. So I don't so know. So that's kind of like uh, just, fuck it. We'll definitely do a load of. Well, yeah. Well, I spoke to Rob. He he's he's, blo- he's broke up from work as of t- today. I think that's tomorrow. That's that's like what Rob? Not what? work. Rob not working. He will be Christmas. working. Yeah, he he'll will do be working. It. He fucking work. He'll be out doing something for someone. Um, so we're gonna do some more apocalypse pods with him. Yeah, yeah. So that's. I think that's going to be the extent of Maybe it. Maybe I'll join one. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Doing it's it over the phone. It's uh the only thing is it's a it's, not, it's an it's untested thing having a third plug into those over the phone conversations yeah. and whether that's possible. Well, there's an inherent delay at the best of times. Yeah. There's a fraction of a delay, which then I suppose if fr- like three people, it's yeah, because when stuff. you're together, you can kind of read the room and you're like, okay, you're talking now. I'll give you a bit of space to talk because the worst thing would be for us all to like try and over talk each other. That's the worry. And with the phone that's thing the though, is that you've, you're missing sort of seeing what Rob's when Rob's going to come yeah, in. Yeah, when yeah. there's two of you, it's a bit easier, but we'll see. We'll give it a go. Maybe you just do one with him. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll figure get it out. Fuck off, Corona. Fuck off, Corona. I've had enough of this shit now. Can we just get back to doing the podcast exactly how we want to do it, please? Well, all, we, all we need is... Plans. All we, that's the only thing we all need is just Robbie to be able to come yeah, here. Yeah, and then it's it. everything's, fl- everything's back to normal then. But, you know, we're doing our best. Oh, look at Hannah yawning away over there. Christ, am I keeping you oh awake, dear. am I? Yeah, you did. Having a lot of fun. <laughs> Jesus. Good job it's your pod and you're yawning. <laughs> I'm tired. I've had a, like a busy, yeah, rough, especially yesterday. I had like a, quite a long old day so um, of work. So I'm just a bit, I've got like two more work days, two more work days left. And then I'm breaking up sleeps. for Christmas. Two more sleeps. Woo. And then I'm I'm off for Christmas for two whole weeks. So I'm stoked about that. Stoked, dude. I'm stoked about that, Fucking dude. totally stoked. I'm totally stoked. <laughs> God, I even sound stupidly British when I'm trying to be American. What the fuck? Is that an American? I thought there was just some sort of like generic surfer I'm voice. Totally I don't know where oh, that was maybe from. Maybe that's or skateboarder or something. Yeah, but there, but that that was, there was an American say. twang to it. Was though, it? Wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, moving on, moving swiftly on. Moving I might. On. We're gonna have a movie day today, aren't we? We're going to try to. We're going to try. We're going to get like a den. Yeah, hopefully. And in the front room, like put like mattress on it's the floor. It's been a long time coming. coming. This, yeah. yeah, well, I wanted to like save it for when Christmas was upon us yeah. and it is now upon us. Yes. So, um, so I'm going to, I reckon I'm going to make the, uh, the Teco infused caramel popcorn. Did you? For, vi- for the film uh, watching. I saw, joy. Some, I saw some. I might even put some sprinkles in there because, you know, it's Christmas. It. You mad bastard. It. Some like, colourful sprinkles. Did you see on the interwebs during the week there was um, Chipotle brownies? Oh, I did, yeah. What yeah. the hell, man? Because well, that, the, their Chipotle sauce is kind of, it's, quite, it's got like, it's smoky. 
but it's not overly yeah. um, hot. Like yeah, heat, yeah. there's not a lot of heat in it. I and can see how that would work. And um, and it's quite like it's got like a sort of sweetness to it as well. So yeah, I can totally see. You mix it. The thing is, I think that one thing that does sort of help with um, spice is sweet stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, having having uh, something well, like really the sweet with it, yeah. like the popcorn, kind of mellows out the the heat a little bit. So I can imagine that that sauce, even though there is heat to it, in a brownie mix would be um, would be pretty pretty because there's this whole chili chocolate thing anyways and there's oh yes. good that's good it, like, yeah I think when you look at good, it you think that's not it's a good work. combo you think that's nah, not that'll work. work i might even try it why not let's do it we'll have to get some let's do it uh so el yuteco of course is yeah. our sponsor um you know you know the drill just go and just like their uh instagram page <laughs> like their pictures do the stuff <laughs> <laughs> well, um, next week, what we're going to do is we're going to, um, um, it's going to be retro vegan it next week. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to adjust the way we do the competitions. So keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. It's a, new, it's a new year. We're just going to, we're going to, yeah, we're just going to mix it up a bit. And, uh, I mean, we will still give away every week, but, uh, just, you know, do, do all the lovely things. Um, if you've ever actually received, uh, El Yucateco in a, in a giveaway yes. from us, the best, one of the best things you can do for for Teco is to take a picture, and like tag us and them in your picture of like how you enjoy your Teco. Like that's, that's 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 the goals that is. Yes, ma'am. So uh, go, you know, do that if you fancy doing that and helping us out with that. And um, also go and check out Retrovague. Yes, Retrovague is our other sponsor, and Christmas is upon us. Uh, you know. Get go go if you anyone likes the eighties. It's getting a bit you know, close now, man. a bit close. It's it might be a little bit too what day late. Is, what day is Christmas next it's week? It's next Friday. So it's six days away. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, that's that. So man. it might too be late. a bit late now, but uh, you can always, you know, go. We've oh, well, I've got attention you. To what we've been I've saying. got you a. I've got you a New Year's Day present. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, go on over there. Go to their website. Go to their social medias at Retrovay. Check them out, man. So and um, just check them out. And you know, write some nice comments. Check out their stuff. Even buy something. Um, we have a code uh, and then oh a link yeah. in our descriptions and in our links. For bio both, things. actually. For uh, for both, yes. Yeah. So robots is just type robots in the uh, retro vague coupon code box, and also go and if you if you're in the US and you want to buy something like uh, the sauce or the a ho- a f- a hoodie, the hoodie that I saw yesterday was the T-shirts, whatever, you can go in and get 10% off your order if you put Robots Rise in the little coupon box. Do your thing. Uh, check out Psyche Apparel. They, yep. She's got some brilliant clothes. Um, I love her stuff. Did you say apparel, right? Apparel, You're not yes. going to mock. Well, you say apparel. Look, it's, I can say it however I want. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. It's like Jor-El from fucking Superman. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, Aluminium. 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 What do the Americans call aluminum. it? Aluminium. Aluminium, that's it, yeah. Yeah, aluminium. Same thing. Aluminium. That's it's, the one. I don't know which one's better. Aluminium, aluminium. Same thing. Same. Th- it's exactly the same Same thing. time. Carrots, potatoes, potatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the merch, we've got... Um, oh, yeah. Our website is is fully up there. It's been up there for a few weeks. Um, we've had a few orders, so thank you for the those guys who made orders. Yeah, I, hope, I hope everything arrived okay for Christmas. Um, oh yeah. RFE madness and 
the it might if it's not already it's all dispatched if you did order something i have to i have been notified of that so go to robotsforeyespodcast.com just check it out there's like a bit of info on the pod there's links to everything links, links galore. galore like so clickable easy obvious like clicky things for everything <laughs> is there a link to our techo winner no oh who's our techo winner oh our techo winner <laughs> Well, I was going to get to that. You're always like, you're always ahead of me. <laughs> I'm always ahead. Uh, that was literally the next thing. So the the week, this week's techo, got a super. A there super was a super, and I, th- I think there was a lot of commenting this week because the the giveaway was brilliant this week because there was a t-shirt. There's yeah. quite a lot of stuff. We got like a new box. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that that uh, got. That person who wins because they the winner the winner is <laughs> that's what she's trying to say Lewis Reed Blake. There you go, mate. Uh, you you went ahead and tagged, which like uh, a motherfucker. Let, let me tell you now, got Teco's attention. Got it did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know that for sure. So um, you rewarded. There so you go, yes, mate. there you go. You won this week. Well done. We'll send that out hopefully before Christmas. If not, you'll get it soon enough. It, it might not. Yeah. We'll send it as soon as possible. That's the thing, man. I was thinking about it. Like, it's already boxed, actually. I pre-boxed it. So it's we've sending just stuff send out it. at Christmas because there might be a delay yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know whether it's better to wait or go and speak nah, to the post it. office and say, will this get there before Christmas? I mean, we, so. went to the, we went up there to, to post last week's winner and it, it was, was freaking cute. Well, it was shut. And then the next day, it was a massive queue out the bloody shop. For God's sake. God damn so it, there's a lot of people. Obviously, they're trying to be COVID safe. So they're uh, making people queue outside the shop to get oh to the uh, post office inside the shop. Go anyway, Do so one now, man. we will send it. But if it doesn't get to you before Christmas, um, I'm sure it will get to you pretty soon yeah, after. It's, it's on the way, mate. Once everything's uh, calmed down from the run up to Christmas. Yeah, man. Uh, I've got a one watch this week. One watch? Just one. Is it something I've seen? Is yeah, we watched it the other night. What was that? Contact. Oh, yeah. That's like... That's a fucking brilliant Do you know film. what? I'd not watched that for so long, and it was like... Yeah, you were getting, you were getting man- it. You were getting Mandela'd. I was getting mandela I was like, I can't remember. I've watched this film more than once, and I can't remember so any I don't of remember this. The scene. I don't remember, I don't remember any of... The only bit I remembered was the final scene where she's on that beach. I think that's probably because that's the only bit you watched. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> it's a good <laughs> but film. It is a good film and definitely worth watching if you like spacey stuff. Yeah, I fucking love um, that. It's like it's like a like the arrival sort of. It's in that sort of league, Interstellar. Yeah, it's kind of you, you know. Seen it. It's a billion years old. Yeah, it's it's, it, it's it's not a billion. It's about nine. Well, it's like twenty thirty. There you go. It's a billion years, years old. <laughs> it holds up, man. It's all right. It's a, some of the graphics are clunky as fuck. Like well, yeah, because it's twenty five years age, old. That's what ages them. Like you get films like Stand by Me or something, which is like millions of years old. But there's no there's no special effects in it, so it is what it is, and yeah. it's and it fucking stands the, the you know the test of time. But when there's all this crazy shit effects, and you're like, come on, man, that just looks fucking wank. It's just mm. spoiling it a little bit. It was. It wasn't that bad. I look at some films and I'm like, they've done that all right. Like, uh, the Navigator. What? That film, like the the way the Navigator, yeah. Flight of the Navigator, Flight of the Navigator. Oh, sorry. I was like, what's this about pirates or something? <laughs> the Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. That that's done well. Yeah. Like, the the graphics has stood the test of time in that. Yeah. That like it's morphing fucking yeah the shape spaceship is fucking brilliant spacecraft and it's th- it still looks like it's been made today except for it wasn't. <laughs> Made in the eighties. <laughs> well observed. Um, finally, Podbelly uh, is our network, uh, pod podcast network. Just go on over there, do all the things, go on their socials, but also go onto their website. Check out um, the network tab where we've got other 
other yeah. network members where we reside like the Sofa King podcast and the Ectoplasm show check them out um, them two podcasts I guarantee if you like us you'll like them yeah yeah they're good ones Ectoplasm's kind of like um, yeah sort of it's paranormal paranormal yeah, it's stuff and Sofa King is precisely like, like us they just do topic based episodes both of them podcasts are just um, just good, people good. having banter and, yeah. dis- and discussing like crazy topics yeah, so yeah. So you will like and say hello to like us it. yeah and give us a little tag in any any show you go and not too many though. Not you too fuckers. many though. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, and that's it. I'm trying. To, that's the intro. That's All done. Right, that's let's it. do it. Let's do a podcast. Yeah. Let's have it. So this one I found quite interesting and it wasn't what I expected when I first heard about it. I do know what it is, but I don't know what it is. I know the title, but I don't know anything about it. So I'm going to talk today about the gospel of the flying spaghetti monster. You see, what the (laughs) fuck? The internet. (laughs) The internet's brilliant. This is brilliant. I actually really like this. And I will give a disclaimer. This is, this does sort of include religion and stuff, but it's, Religion to sort of to do with you know it's it in it in its own right thing. It's not to do with it in its own right. It's more to do with it based in science. Oh, so just bear right. that in mind as we talk. Right. All right. I've got see. I've got. No, I thought this was something like something set up on the internet to not. I mean, if you can, why not be a spaghetti monster if you believe in God? Because. If God is a mythical, well, I'm just cl- saying, I don't close, know. You're close, you're close. But the the origins of it was surprising to me. And actually it's following is surpri- like the, the area of its followers, if you know what I mean. The it's pe- like a cult. It's not a cult. It's not a cult. It sounds no, like it. it is it. a religion. A comedy cult. It is a religion. It's comedy. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, but Jedi is a religion as well though, isn't it? Well, this is the point. So That's what I'm saying. We'll get into it. Is but it a bit tongue in cheek? It's, a a d- it's basically, I'm going to talk. In it, in it, in the beginning, just to give a rundown about right. intelligent design. Oh yes, it does so, look like that though. So intelligent Sometimes. design is um, a pseudo scientific argument of the existence of God, presented by its proponents um, as an evidence based scientific theory yeah. about life's origin. So when I say it, it's about religion. It's very much about religion trying to push itself into science. Well, I can kind of understand why people think of like intelligent design. Like if you just look at where the position of the sun is, uh, like, sorry, the position of the earth is, and we've got a moon which stabilizes our orbit, and there's lots of all these things that have to be precisely the right way for life to evolve. And people say, if it was a, a di- you know a specific value out, then there wouldn't be life here. That's correct. But that doesn't mean it's intelligent. It means that life is here because, because out of all of the billions and billions out. and infinite amount of suns there are and planets. This one around, worked out. This one worked out. Yeah, and yeah. when it does this, we're ex- lo- life we're, we're has a point, a poten- point, 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 billionth yeah. of a point of a millionth of a trillionth of all of an, an, a number you can't even describe. Point of a percentage of one that worked out. Yeah, yeah, and and that I know it sounds insane and like it it sounds like improbable. But when you look at the scale of the universe, it's not improbable. It's just, it will happen. And when it does happen, life can, it appears, in our instance anyway, become conscious and observe it and go, hang on a second, look at this real crazy odds of this stuff being aligned. He's like, well, not, 
Not really. Not, not really. When you look at the odds, it might just be because the because odds actually are extremely in our favour. In an infinite universe, right, in an infinite it's guaranteed. It's ga- yeah. It's an almost it's not. In ga- it's guaranteed. More than a hundred percent guaranteed. Uh, so, um, uh, intelligent design is a form of creatis- uh, creationism yeah. that lacks empirical support and offers no testable or tenable That's hypotheses, and therefore is not science. Which is the argument here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we, let's face it. This is a science. So we're not podcast. saying religion isn't isn't, isn't necessarily real because obviously for a lot of people it is, and really that's your own choice. But in in science, it's not. Yeah, but like with, I'm not religious, but no, I, I will I'd say, say that I'm, I'm not agno- either. I'm agnostic because I don't. No, I, I don't. don't fucking know. People say there but is you no do, God. You're but like, you do well, have faith in that. You're not 100% that there, sure there is likely that there are. You have faith in something you can't prove, which is life out in, in the universe that we don't know about. But that's just because scientifically it's very probable. It's just the numbers it's, game. Yeah, it's the numbers game. So you do look at it from a scientific perspective, but you have still have faith in that something that you can't prove. So there is there is elements of faith in science because you can't prove the thing that you think might it's be true. true but real. If, if, for instance, they found life on Mars, let's just say that happened, like bacteria. Or like oh, well, then, then it's then definitely it, true. Then it's because not it's only true. you can't get two planets in one system. And then the rest of the universe don't have well, any it, life. It, well, yeah, it kind of it would indicate that life is is widespread. But then you it also asks it poses another question: d- Is the life that you found on Mars, whatever that like be a fossilized remains of micro, like bacteria or whatever, d- is there a common ancestor? Have we been? Is it was was life seeded to Mars via Earth from comet impacts or vice versa? But you can't be sure that it's everywhere else. You'd yeah, ha- but life just poses more questions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's it, one of them. It's too big. Yeah. It's too big to kind of to really know. But obviously, we're talking very much about Earth and its kind of yeah. in its inhabitants. We're and talking about belief. spaghetti monsters, and we're man. talking about spaghetti monsters. Yes, let's get it. I suppose I'm joining this fucking religion. Let's do it, man. <laughs> uh, so Let's the get leading the, podcast in it. the leading proponents of intelligent design are associated with the Discovery Institute. Um, um, a Christian, uh, politically conservative think tank based in the United States. Right. So apparently, a man named Philip Johnson uh, is known as the father of intelligent design. The idea, in its current form, appeared in the 1980s. So it's quite a new concept. Yeah. And Johnson adopted um, a development, uh, its development after uh, Darwinism evolution. Yeah came up short in his view right, in okay. explaining modif- how okay. org- all organisms including humans came into being so johnson taught law for over 30 years so a smart dude not a dum-dum not a dum-dum and at the university of california at berkeley um well so yeah he, he's done a bit um, then and is he's the author of a book uh called darwin on trial uh, in which he <laughs> argues the um, empirical uh. evidence in support of darwin's theory is lacking well, yeah. uh, feeling such evidence is somewhere between weak and non-existent, which I'm not... What is it in Darwin's... Thi- I mean, I don't know whether you know, but what is it about the theory of evolution that people don't get on board well, with? Well, I will get into that a bit later, but okay, this is just to give you... Because yes. obviously we're talking about intelligent design a lot Fucking in this, this and I wanted... This is what we do on Saturday mornings. Because I don't... I didn't really know much about intelligent design, so I thought I'd better put a little bit about intelligent design and what it is in the beginning. Yeah. Before we get into the flying spaghetti monster <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, so some examples of um, intelligent design in a book called uh, Darwin's Black Box, um, the biochemical challenge to evolution, 
which was written by molecular biologist Michael Behe. Yeah. Behe. Uh, the leading scientist spokesman for intelligent design. So there are scientists who actually back this up. Offered three major examples of irreducibly complex systems that allegedly cannot be explained um, by natural means. Number okay. one being the bacterial flangulum. Oh, I, I mean, I love that. Um, <laughs> used for locomotion. Number what? two, the, cas- how they move? the cascade of molecular reactions that what? occur in blood clotting, what? and number three, um, or coagulation, and number three, the immune system. So claims that the uh, biological systems, particularly on the cellular level, like the bacterial flangulum, <laughs> is, uh, appear to be irreducibly complex, which means that must be fully formed with all their parts in place before they can serve their function. What? Such systems could not have evolved gradually, as, they, as explained in Darwinism. Um, so uh, intelligent design advocates, say, because earlier non-functional stages would have offered would uh, would not have offered any advantages and therefore could not have been favored by natural selection uh, okay so what what it's saying this is the, so okay i feel uh, like yeah this I is fi- on a molecular level no it's saying, saying what it's saying that it, this is the only way it could work it's just for it, it to couldn't be have evolved to designed. be here and it's funny intelligent design could could also be applied to but simulation no, that, yeah that well that's what i was going to say yeah, at the yeah. begin when you said that like yeah, if you if you believe in a simulation theory you believe that, yeah then then you by definition, I guess, believe in intelligent design because if none of this is real, this, that's the thing because do you live in a simulation where they just turn on a, a button and whatever happens, happens and it assembles itself just through random chance? Or uh, do we live in a simulation where it's all, all like that It's all glass? intelligently designed. Yeah, it? yeah. So the only alternative they reason, obviously, is that these systems must have been constructed all at once by an intelligence who, who knew how to arrange the pieces. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean... So it's... it's yeah, I, I but, get that. But, 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 but specifically, it's being pointed... Now, In this, I will say, intelligent design was widely perceived as being um, allied with scientific creations, uh, creatism. Yeah. Or creationism. Yeah. Um, the notion that scient- uh, scientific facts can be ab- ab- abduct- abduced in support of the divine creation <sighs> of the various mm. forms of life... So it's it's instead of intelligent design being to some kind of higher form of intelligence that's created some simulation somewhere. Well, look, at the end of the day, though, when you think about if you just look at nature, just nature itself, look at the earth. There has to be a form of I don't know whether it's like a conscious intelligence, but there's there's definitely some form of underlying order to everything. There are rules and laws that everything abides by it has to abide by or it wouldn't work but again you're talking about intelligent design like the immune system or the whatever submolecular level of a blood cell it appears that there is no other way that it can do what it does other than this just Therefore, to be there and yeah, be there as its there perfect form straight there away w- there is no evolutionary path but we might be looking at that with with very little understanding like when you look up at the moon you go look it, it appears to be the exactly the same size as the sun but but it's but not it's not yeah but it's not it's just you know what i mean it, c- it could be a complete lack of understanding and happenstance that we think that way yeah so supporters of intelligent designs uh, maintained, however, that they took no position on creation and were unconcerned with biblical literacism. Yeah. Literism. Well, I would imagine that's, yeah. The word. Literary stuff. <laughs> Bibles. Of, the book of literary. The Bible. The Bible. The Bibliotex. Um, 
that's not what it's like. The, the bibliothèque. bibliothèque. <laughs> Isn't that like French for library or something? <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking know. Consequently, they did not <laughs> to con- contest the prevailing scientific view on the age of Earth, nor did they dispute the occurrence of small evolutionary changes which are amply reser- yeah. observed and seemingly worked by natural selection, which is obviously what Darwinism is. Um, yeah, well, that didn't work. It got replaced by something that did. Or, or just, yeah. So like earlier proponents of creationism, they wrote um, statutes or initiated lawsuits designed to permit the teaching of their view, and this is specifically to where we're going, as an alternative to evolution in American public schools, what? where institution uh, where institution in any form of religion is uh, constitutionally forbidden. So actually they're forbidden to teach religion so they're but they're trying to get intelligent design taught in science. Okay. What? what? So this is kind of where our flying spaghetti monster comes Did you to say life. religion is forbidden to be taught in American schools. Apparently so. Is so that real? Not all states, oh, right. but some states. Um, that sounds like something that would be taught. I mean, it's taught over here, isn't it? Re. Yeah. Re- well, really, that's the th- and that was kind of my thought and in, in this is that there is a place for I mean, when you religious. Get out teaching and there's a place for scientific teaching in yeah. schools they shouldn't mix them up do you remember when you could get like there would be people at my school that could get out of um like religious class like re where they just tell you about jesus and stuff they could get out of that that's not we, we, i just went to a normal school but they yeah, just yeah. had them lessons there by saying that they just didn't believe it and the parents would send them out insane yeah, yeah. can't do it and they well that's fair enough that's want. fair enough like you don't want you you know that there it is it is quite a controversial I always thing. used to think that when I was sitting in them classes, and I'm not like bashing religion I at all, but well I used to think, no, what am I learning no, no, this no. for? They don't just teach, they teach all religion, they teach about all yeah, religion yeah, yeah. In, in those classes. It's so more like, it's it's more more like just a cultural educating, look. It's more cultural like a cultural look, look over religion. Yeah, as opposed it's not to about saying you need to believe in this. It's yeah. not like going to like Sunday school where they're teaching you the ways of the religion. They're just teaching you about different types of religions and their histories. Yeah, but then when they tell me all these stories in the Bible and that, and I'm like, no, nah, that didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't, no, no. <laughs> and then this happened and the Red Sea, but I'm like, no, nah, nah. it didn't. Yeah, it it didn't part, happen. It fed the 5,000 with one fish and, and it might one done. cup of water. Yeah, what? <laughs> I mean, it might have done. It might have done. I wasn't there. I don't know. Yeah, look, you know, and we're, we're, we're approaching this from a perspective where... And I, I went to, I was brought up, I was christened. I, you were christened. I was. One of God's children. I, I was. I'm a heathen, I am. You know, uh, went to a Church of England school and, you know, Whoa. I did, did I even went to like church and, and, ca- and like church How long did you church go to church camps. for? I, not, when I was a lot younger. So yeah. I don't remember. It's more like do, tradition, I think. I don't really remember doing it past sort of the age of. 10 I think it was more tradition in, your, in your upbringing. It was I like think just it was do just it because just it was, it was something was a, that was done. Yeah, and I think as I grew older, I did try. I've really tried hard to believe in in God and and Christ, you know, the religion and and I just couldn't it didn't add up in my mind evolution. Well, it's not even if it adds up. Uh, evolution in the Bible didn't you know I used to love like dinosaurs and paleontology and none of that fucking fixed fitted up in. fitted in yeah. like millions of years of evolution into this know. weak timeline i just couldn't get on board with it so <laughs> yeah. no, I don't, and that, I don't that's know. that's fair enough i tried i did try i did a give it a good old crack she had a go i had a good go at it and that's, for quitters. and that's that but that's fine like everyone's entitled to their own beliefs do what you fucking and like. do what you fucking like anyway so darwinism i'm just gonna everyone knows what this is so i'm just gonna quickly talk about a little bit but darwinism is the is a biological evolutionary theory developed by english naturalist charles darwin uh, in in around ed- early 1800s 
and others um, also, not just him, stating that all species or organisms arise and develop through the natural selection of small inherited variations yeah. that increase the individual's ability to compete, survive and reproduce. I mean, it makes sense. So all Darwinism theory... Um, or Darwination yeah. theory is originally included the broad concepts of um, transmutation of species yep, yep. or the evolution which Passion gained ge uh, general scientific acceptance af after Darwin published or, um, the on origin. the origin of species yeah, yeah. in 1859, Fucking including revolution. concepts which predated Darwin's theory. So English biologist Thomas Henry Huxley uh, yeah, coined Huxley. the term Darwinism in April 1860. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you so got to reach up for a leaf kind off of a tree, get that's, along in that's it. That's what we're that's what we're dealing with here. That's that's the sort of two ends of the spectrum. We're sort of like okay. we've got science, in intelligent design, and we've got the theory of evolution. Okay, like and that you evolved slowly, and you know ge gene di diversity comes about, and it's, it's difficult you get though, you get like the stronger the stronger genes survive, and which creates you know animals that are yeah you know that are um, yeah yeah yeah. The, the weak die that yeah, and, and well, like that gene doesn't fucking work because the person yeah, that wrong the fucking there, animal so that had it is now dead and yeah, the one that, that survived died. had a stronger yeah. gene and yeah. that's like the, in, get in, your shag on in, mate in and like away we go in true that nature on. that's how it works yeah. you know you get the dominant male who beats the, the the weaker male to in in the in procreation so that dominant male's stronger he's going to spread his stronger seed. So that's his good sperm yeah. on, man. And that, that weaker lion will just fuck off and, yeah, get yeah, yeah. and just get upset because he didn't but get laid. But still, conversely, there's multiple things that get passed through genes that are not that are beneficial bad. at all. Yeah, of course. Um, and I'd, I wonder if that happens more in the human species just because we don't... Everywhere. Well, I think it must do. Because well, I feel like that... that if, if say, uh, a, a truly wild animal got cancer... Mm -hmm. That animal would die, and it wouldn't reproduce. Maybe, but what if it got cancer after it reproduced? But I, then I, it's past I, its suppose, gene on. I suppose. But I don't. I mean, cancer is probably not a very good. Why? Everything can get cancer. Yeah, Anything but ev eventually, I suppose. Uh, what it's trying to say is that that bad gene, you know, because but the thing is, we as humans, we we it's like something you don't see, like like we um, treat the the ailments, so the bad the bad yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah, allowed to reproduce, mean. which is why we've sort of gotten to a place where there's lots of like gene, yeah. you know, things that you know people that have like m mad, crazy new, yeah, rare genetic disorders because we're sort of yeah. But and our ability to measure, our ability to look at, at like on the small level and find out what these things are, we just learn more, we find more stuff out because we're just getting an increased ability to figure out what's going on. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I don't. So the flying spaghetti monster, Fucking the meat and potatoes of the it. Meat, well, the meat and spaghetti of meat it. Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> is um, in so in 2005, a man named Bobby, Bobby Henderson, uh, then 24 years old, um, he was an Oregon State University physics graduate, and parodied the concept of intelligent design by professing his belief in the flying spaghetti monster in right. an open letter to Kansas State Board of Education. So he's trolling straight away. He's, he's a troll he's from the He's saying, start. I believe in the flying spaghetti monster. Yeah, so yeah. he sent the letter prior to the Kansas evolution hearings, which were a series of hearings held in Topeka, Kansas, United States, from May 5th to May 12th, 2005, by the Kansas State Board of Education and its State Board Science um hearing committee to change 
how evolution and the origin of life would be what? taught in the state's public high school uh, science classes. Oh, right. So the hearings were arranged <laughs> by the Board of Education with the intent of introducing intelligent design into science classes via the teach the controversy method. Yeah. So this is a method of teaching conducted by the Discovery Institute to promote the pseudo-scientific principle of intelligent design, a variant of traditional creationism, right. while attempting to discredit the teaching of evolution in United States public schools, okay. science classes. So the campaign claims that fairness and equal time require educating students with a critical anal analysis of evolution where the full range of scientific views, evolution's unresolved issues, like the fucking, I don't know, whatever yeah. it was, flummox thing. Yeah, yeah, the bacterial flummox. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and the scientific weakness of evolutionary theory. So, we uh, and it will be preserved and evaluated alongside intelligent design concepts. So basically, they're trying to say they want to teach intelligent design in science alongside. See, the thing is, evolution. It's not like it, there's nothing you should be able to teach a lot of things. Like, but in science, though, I don't think. Well, I suppose it is a scientific approach, but I don't know. It, science doesn't have to. I mean, it doesn't have to be correct. It can be a process. And this is 2005 when, like, things like simulation theory weren't really oh, broadly. Th it was broadly believed or yeah. broadly like yeah, 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 really yeah. in 2005 yeah 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 i think aristotle was the one that got that party going he says oh. how's it, how do i know that i'm not in a dream uh, he didn't understand computers it might not have even been aristotle i mean it might yeah of course there's always going to be someone like who's that. like no but the theory was there it's been there a long long time a yeah long, but i mean like time. widely accepted by people though I don't think it's accepted now really i mean i'm not sure if i accept it oh well that's a good point but i just if more people are aware of it so Bobby Henderson, um, a satirical pro in a satirical protest against the teaching of intelligent design yeah. in biology classes, yeah. wrote this letter. And I'm <laughs> going to read it out because it's quite funny. Uh, <laughs> so I'm writing um, you with to you with much concern after having read your hearing to decide whether the alternative theory of intelligent design should be taught along with the theory of evolution. Mm -hmm. I think we can all agree that it is important for students to hear multiple viewpoints so they can choose for themselves the theory that makes the most sense to them. Mm. I am concerned, however, that the students will only hear one theory of intelligent design. Let us remember that there are multiple theories of intelligent design. I, and many others around the world, are of the strong belief that the universe was created by a flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> It was he who created all that we see and all that we feel. We feel strongly that the overwhelming scientific evidence pointing towards evolutionary processes is nothing but a coincidence put in place by him. I mean, yeah. It is for this reason that I'm writing to you today to formally request that this alternative theory be taught in your schools, along with the other two theories. In fact, I will go as far as to say, if you do not agree to this, we will be forced to proceed with legal action. Yes. I, I am sure you see <laughs> where... Which is, it's a bit long, but I'm going to carry on. <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> I'm sure you... Uh, you I'm sure you uh, see where we are coming from. If, uh, if intelligent design theory is not based on faith, but instead another scientific theory, as is claimed, then you must allow, yeah. also allow our theory to be taught. As is as it is also based in non you know on science and not on faith. 
Some find that hard to believe. So it may be helpful to tell you a little more about the I was going to say, beliefs. you need to do that, because it says it's based on science, not faith. Well, go on then. So we have evidence that a flying spaghetti monster <laughs> created the universe. None of us, of course, were around to see it. But we have written accounts of it. Uh, where we have several lengthy volumes explaining all details of his, his power. Also, you may be surprised to hear that there are over 10 million of us and growing. We tend to be very secretive as many people claim our beliefs are not, not substantiated by observable evidence. What these people don't understand is that he built the world to make us think that the earth is older than it really is. For example, a, science, a scientist may perform a carbon dating process on an artifact. He finds that approximately 75% of carbon-14 has decayed by electron emission to nitrogen-14 and infers that the artifact is approximately 10,000 years old. <laughs> as, as the half-life of carbon-14 appears to be 5,730 years, but what our scientist does not realise is that every time he makes a measurement, the flying spaghetti monster is there changing the results with his noodly appendages. You know what, though, right? He's, he's properly taking the piss. <laughs> this is brilliant. We have numerous te texts that describe in detail how this can be possible and the reasons why he does this. He is, of course, invisible and can pass through normal matter with ease. I'm sure you now realise how important it is that your students are taught this alternative theory. It is absolutely imperative that they realise that observable evidence is at the discretion of a flying spaghetti monster. Furthermore, it is disrespectful to teach our beliefs without wearing his chosen outfit, <laughs> which, of course, is full pirate regalia. <laughs> Naturally. Fantastic. I cannot stress the importance of this enough and unfortunately cannot describe in detail why this must be done as I fear this letter is already becoming too long. The concise explanation is that he becomes angry if we don't. You know what? This is brilliant. This is brilliant. You may be interested to know that global warming, earthquakes, hurricanes and oh other yeah. natural disasters are a direct effect of the shrinking number of pirates since the, since the 1800s. <laughs> For your interest, I have included a graph of approximate number of pirates versus the average global temperature oh my God. over the last 200 years. Yes. As you can see, there is a statistically significant inverse relationship between pirates and global temperatures. Oh, this is brilliant. In conclusion, thank you for taking the time to hear our views and beliefs. I hope I was able to convey the importance of teaching this theory to your students. We will, of course, be able to train the teachers in the alternative theory. I am illegally awaiting your response and hope dearly that no legal action will be so needed to be taken. So what did they respond? I think we can all look forward to the time when these three theories are given equal time in our science classrooms across the country and eventually the world. One time for intelligent design, one third time for flying spaghetti monsterism or <laughs> pasta for terrorism. Oh my God. And one third for logical conjecture based and overwhelming observable evidence. Sincerely yours, Bobby Henderson, Concerned Citizen. P.S. I've included an artistic drawing of him creating mountain, trees, and a midget. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> we are hell. all. His creatures. <laughs> this is brilliant. So, okay. I know that was long, but I had to read no, them no, up because no, no. it's, it's hilarious. It was that. That's basically the whole, the whole like bouncing point for this whole religion. It's, so it's, it's, it, yeah, I know, I know, man, because it's, 
All right, he's clearly, clearly taking the piss and trying to show... Oh, it's a satirical letter. Yeah, so yeah, he's sh- basically trying to say how daft it is that they're trying to cr- to put, you know, teach um, intelligent design as opposed to evolution or tell or saying evolution is wrong so if you're going to do that then you because of that in biology but if you're going to teach that then you surely must be able to teach, teach this. this yes that's exactly it so I'd in may know what they thought. having received no reply no from shit. the kansas state board of education the head, that's why uh, henderson posted the letter on his website uh, shortly thereafter pasta for terrorism Pasta for terrorism, which is literally a fucking mock-up of pasta and rasta for terrorism. Is that right? How do you say that? Rastafarianism. Pastafarianism, that's it. Pastafarianism. I keep getting that wrong. I tried to practice that and it's still getting it wrong. So pastafar... No. Pastafarianism. The pastafarianism. Pastafarianism. Like you're yeah, talking pastafarianism. So it's like it's pasta. I'm not seeing how it's written down, but it's, it's like pasta- rastafarianism. It's like rastafarianism okay, with pasta, go. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pastafarianism became an internet phenomenon as more than as more uh, and more public awareness grew. The mainstream media, of course, picked up on the phenomenon, kind of like the Slender Man. Like it all went a bit mad. Yeah, man, maybe there's a real spaghetti monster now. And the flying him into existence. <laughs> the flying spaghetti monster became a symbol for the case against intelligent design in public education. Yeah. So the open letter was oh, printed see that. in many large newspapers, including the New York, York Times, the Washington <laughs> Post, the Chicago Sun-Times, and received worldwide press attention, according to one journalist. Um, according to Henderson, newspaper paper articles attracted the attention of book publishers. At one point, six publishers were interested in the flying spaghetti monster. This in 2005... Insane. Of no- November, so not that much longer no, no. after he did it, Henderson received an $80,000 advance from uh, Villiard, um, the book publishers, to write the gospel of the flying spaghetti monster, which he did. You can buy it on Amazon. It di- um, I'm, I'm going to buy it and read you it. You have to buy it. Get me for Christmas. <laughs> okay, you for The Christmas. gospel of the flying spaghetti <laughs> monster. So in November of 2005, uh, so sorry, that that's when he got his advance. Yeah. It, uh, Henderson said that he planned to use the proceeds <laughs> to build a pirate ship, <laughs> which with which he would spread the Pastafarian religion. Did he did he do that? I don't know. Come on, mate. Uh, the book was released in 20, uh, March 28, 2006. You see, the thing is, this is how it starts. This is how things like that start. You can see how like a religion could be. I mean, obviously, this is clearly absurd but if it was instead of the, like the flying spaghetti monster it was a man in the in the sky you know well I mean? there is there is an older par- there is an older thing which i bring up in a bit but let's take a break and then okay. uh, and then we'll get back to it let's do it This must have infuriated the religious people, um, which I guess is part well, of the reason why this is happening. Because if you, let's just say, we all know really what he's doing. We all know what he's doing. If you substitute, if you substitute like Spaghetti Monster with, you know, your chosen religious god and then the pirate outfit with whatever religious <laughs> clothing <laughs> artifact you want to wear. You should, then you, should, you should wait until they find out what hats they wear. <laughs> That's the thing. It's obvious, like, so religious scholars would know what he's doing. He's just trying to just ridicule it straight off the bat, like, in the most... What was their response to this? 
Oh, in terms of religion, it I didn't it didn't actually give very much information about like their Probably response. In general, I feel like there is a bit at the back end of this podcast where I've written down the kind of the general response and like uh, from from media and stuff that he got for the letter. But I'll talk about the book for a bit. So he wrote this book, like we said, just before the break. The break. The break. And uh, I'm out of breath. No, you just run up the stairs. Just run up the stairs. Um, so the book <laughs> is... <laughs> How unfit. Like 20 stairs. Literally like just one flight of stairs. I went... I went <laughs> and to be fair, I went like halfway up the stairs, halfway down, because I was like, oh, I'm going to get a drink. And then back up. So it was like a stairs and a half. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> okay. And then all the way out to the garage and back. So it, was just, it wasn't just stairs. She's run 50 metres if that today. She's fucked. <laughs> yeah, ma'am. So the book is um, is a, nece- a necessity to the people uh, to see nec- necessary to see how people um, how much hard evidence people need yes. to support the existence of the flying spaghetti monster. So it's, it's an interesting insight into people then as well. Yeah. So you can make a pretty strong argument for his existence, especially <laughs> if you use the same sort of reasoning that intelligent design does. Well, that's what I was saying, yeah. Uh, so, And people do. So spacious reasoning and circular logic. <laughs> <laughs> so Bobby Henderson explains why he wrote the gospel. Uh, so the gospel presents the tenets of pastafarianism, uh, often satire of creationism, elaborating on the day. beliefs established in the ot- open letter. So it includes a creation myth, a propaganda, a guide for evangelizing, some pseudoscientific proofs, and several pasta puns. Pasta puns. <laughs> <laughs> Along with crude drawings and altered stock photography, Henderson employs irony to present uh, perceived flaws with the evolution. And dis, uh, discusses history and lifestyle from a pastafarianism point of view. I perspective. bet people fucking hate him. I bet he's hated. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't think he is. Well, I mean, in certain circles he will be. It yeah. depends which circle you sit in, I guess. Well, I don't hate him. I think he's brilliant. No, no, that's what I mean. I bet, but like, yeah, obviously it depends what sort of it side depends of the what fence you sit on. Yeah, exactly. I think there are people out there who will think he's a dick. And, it's a, and also from a religious perspective, I suppose it depends on how actually literally how literally you take whatever religious book you're reading you could just say look this is just a gut this is a guideline you know how, how to live a decent life it doesn't necessarily mean it's from like a god in the sky no, you do get people just, actually believe it's that. just because because <laughs> people jumped on board that it was hilarious yeah, yeah. like like dude write a book yeah. this will do really <laughs> fucking well yeah. So the book also provides a pastafarian guide to holidays. Furthermore, Henderson discusses the original pastafarian belief that the decline in the number of pirates who are revered by pastafarians has directly led to a rise in global temperatures. <laughs> in the in the original letter, he does a graph. Does he? He makes a graph, yeah, of the like. He's just found any old ran- <laughs> random stuff to correlate the graph to, <laughs> isn't he? Come up with something in his head. Yeah. It's just no. Daft. I bet, I bet, so di- daft. I bet that's actual real data. I bet no, it's, it's real, real data about global warming, yeah. but and, and real pirates. data about the decline of pirates. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just two things. There's a correlation. <laughs> well, not really. They're but two <laughs> opposing things you can put together that would never usually go together. Uh, he provides further evidence of the relationship with the observation that many people dress up as pirates for Halloween, and the months following October 31st are generally called. <laughs> <laughs> The nose of proceeding. <laughs> that is brilliant. 
The other scientific claims made by Henderson are intended to be disputed. The claim that declining number of pirates have resulted in rising temperatures uh, is meant to demonstrate the correla- uh, that correlation does not imply causation. Uh, so the book urges readers to try pastafarianism for 30 days, yeah. saying, if you don't like us, your old religion will most likely take you back. <laughs> Henderson states on his website that more than 100,000 copies of the book have been sold. Really? I don't know how long ago That's that, fair play, that was. It could, be, it could be more by now. Who knows? That's crazy. So Maybe as many as the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I doubt it. <laughs> so the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster is, is what is now what has come out. He's got of like this. a building. He's got like a proper. I, I don't know. I don't think so. It's like in any Italian restaurant. So his, the, his fly- <laughs> the Flying Spaghetti Monster uh, is the deity of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, or otherwise known as Pastafarianism. Fairianism. Uh, Fairianism. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Pasta Ficiniism. Who gives a shit? <laughs> no, no, this is real. You have to get this exactly right. Oh, yeah, because we do that every week. Um, so, Pasta. F- oh, I can't get it right. It's one of those words I'm stuck on now. It's like in my brain wrong. Pastafarianism. Pastafarianism. A morph of pasta and Rastafarianism is a social movement that promotes a light hearted view of religion. And opposes the teaching of intelligent design and creationism in public schools. So that's really what it's about at its cr- at its core. That's the real, de- that's the it real was, kind of. It was a passive aggressive way of saying, oh, "Come on, have mm. a look. Look at what you're doing. Have a look at what you're doing. <laughs> look what you're doing." So pastafarian tenants uh, generally satires of creation uh, creationism are uh, presented on Henderson's Church of Flying Spaghetti Monster <laughs> website, <laughs> where he is described Link in the show notes. where he's described as a prophet. And are also um, uh, educated in the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, written by Henderson, as we said, in 2005 or 6, 2006. Um, And in the loose canon of Holy Book of Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. What the fuck is that? (laughs) What's what? In the what? as I think other people have done writings as well, like have joined in. Okay, so it's like the how you get like of the Church the of England. It's yeah. like split off. There's different yeah, yeah. different religions branching off. Well, not different religions, <coughs> just different, you know, readings. No, there should be different religions branching off the flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> the central creation myth is at uh, an as an invaluable. Uh, sorry, an invisible, undetectable flying spaghetti monster created by the universe after drinking heavily. <laughs> Oh, so that's where you got the idea. <laughs> Fucking uh, pirates and uh, revere are revered as the original pastafarianisms. The flying spaghetti monster community congregates at Henderson's website to share ideas about the flying spaghetti monster. You know what I was going to say about like any religious gatherings that they have, because like it's all well and good. It's it's a laugh, but if you tell me that I've got to go twenty miles, I don't think they do. Well, I don't. I mean, I get they do. It's on the website. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then obviously there's like representing images. People have taken on board his original sketch, which is literally like. You're probably seeing. I'll put it in the, the like the, the social it's media. It's like a channel. cloud, isn't it? Of it's spaghetti. like a, it's like a spaghetti, and he's got eyes, and then he's got two meatballs, <laughs> and he's got like spaghetti appendages. <laughs> Does he have religious days? Have you got any religious? Mean, well, I'm there is there is 
there, there is stuff in the book about holidays, oh yeah. yeah so really, I'm guessing like kind of Christmas designed by that fella, so they're going to be yeah. brilliant holidays. Everyone's got to dress up as a pirate and get hammered. Yeah, yeah is basically, that what it is? probably. Yes! <laughs> because of its popularity and exposure, the flying spaghetti monster uh, is often used as a contemporary version. And this is where I said that there was some other, um, there is some other kind of... Splinter groups? No, no, this older like kind of outlooks on this theory oh okay yeah 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 so Sorry, yeah, yeah. so because of its popular it was it's known as the contemporary version of russell's teapot what russell's to which teapot? um in an analogy formulated by the philosopher bernard russ burnt burnt uh, burnt rund god burnt people's rund. names were fucking ridiculous burnt rund russell oh no, crazy Eight, so in 1872 to 1970 that's some good innings. that's some good innings that is that's like 98 Look at that good. maths. That was quick maths. That was well done. <laughs> to illustrate the f- uh, f- Imagine philosophic. Imagine if it wasn't ninety-eight. So, yeah, it's probably yeah. Oh, fuck off if I'm wrong. <laughs> 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 so this Russell's teapot was <laughs> an illustration that the psych um, physio. Oh fucking hell! I'm Physiological. Struggling. I'm struggling with words. Um, I would say it's early on a Saturday morning, but it's not phys- that early. The, the physio. S- something burden of proof lies upon a person making <laughs> unfalsifiable claims rather than shifting the burden of disproof to others. So Russell specifically applied his analogy in the context of religion. So this is more to do with this is spaghetti monsters more to do with uh, intelligent design teaching in school. But yeah. this was more to do with religion because that's it's 18. It's a long time ago. Well, he's brave. Doing shit well, it then. was sort of mid 18, you know. Okay. early 1900s so he turn wrote of that turn of the century yeah he wrote that if we were to assert without offering proof that a teapot <laughs> too small to be seen by telescopes what? orbits the sun somewhere in the space between earth and mars he could not expect anyone to believe him solely because his assertion could not be proven wrong okay I know russell's what teapot yeah. is still um in <laughs> invoked in discussions concerning the existence of god and has had influence in various fields of media. So in an article titled, Is There a God? Commissioned but never published by I- the Illustrated magazine in 1952, yeah. philosopher Bernd Bernd Russell wrote, Many orthodox people speak as though it, it, is, it were th- uh, the business of sceptics to disprove received dogmas rather than the dogmatics to prove them. This is, of course, a mistake if I were to suggest that between the Earth and Mars there is a China teapot revolving <laughs> around the sun in an elliptical orbit, nobody would be able to disprove my assertions, provided I were careful to add that the teapot is too small to be revealed even by our most powerful telescopes. <laughs> but if I were to go on and say that since my assertion cannot be disproved, it is intolerable an intolerable uh, presumption on my part of human reason to doubt it i should rightly be thought to be taking talking nonsense yes so if however the existence of such a teapot were affirmed <laughs> in ancient books taught as the sacred <laughs> truth every sunday and instilled into the, the minds of children at school hesitation yeah. to believe in the existence would become a mark of eccentricity and entitle the uh, doubter to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, attentions I of the psychiatrist in the enlightened age of the inquisitor or in an early... Now, this is obviously old. No, I, I, know what I know exactly what he's saying. He's saying because it's just been in an old school ancient book and a text that people haven't questioned. Yeah. But it really, if you apply the same logic to the teapot as, as to, to God. It, yeah. 
Yeah. The, the, you'd say that, okay, if you can't prove there's a teapot, you're insane for saying that there is and <laughs> and worshipping this, yeah. you know, this this teapot that's in orbit. Yeah. But, but people do the same thing. He says, I he goes on to say, I ought to call myself an, um, an agonist, but for all practical purposes, I am an atheist. I do not think the existence of the Christian God any more... Um, uh, probable than the existence of the gods of the Olympus or Valhalla. Okay, yeah. To take another illustration, nobody can prove that there is not uh, between the Earth and Mars a China teapot revolving in an elliptical orbit, but nobody thinks that this significantly uh, is significant. Oh God! Significantly, significantly likely to be Fuck, taken into account. Today, I am man. sorry. I can do words too. I can not speak words. <laughs> words are difficult. <laughs> Uh, taking into account the practice, I mean, it's yeah, you get the point. It's uh, it's basically him. It's the same kind of. It's trying assertion. to. Gen- it's trying to say, okay. It, it's trying to. I'm sort of going to. D- I'm going to say that I'm going to start a new religion based exactly the same on everything that you all believe in. But I'm going to make the the the, the 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 thing that we worship so absurd that you, you just you simply cannot believe that it exists. But yet, there's just as much proof and as evidence for it. Yeah. As as the actual real god, yeah. So just stick that in your crack pipe. So pastafarians have engaged <laughs> in disputes with creationists, um, including in uh, Polk County, Florida, where they played a role in dissuading the local school board from adopting new rules on teaching on the teaching of evolution. Yeah. Uh, Pastafarianism has received praise from the scientific community and criticism from the <laughs> proponents of intelligent design. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's what I saying. He must. He must be hated. He must in be the, in terms in terms of intelligent design because he's kind of like, ha ha, got you. Yeah, what are you going like, to say about what that? Can you? Yeah, what can you say? So the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster now consists of thousands of followers, primarily concentrated on college campuses yeah. in North America and Europe. So it's kind of like a young person's. Like it's more like a, it's not a cult. It's more like a sort of like a movement. I feel of like people trying to kind of, you know, believe believe that intelligent design shouldn't be. It's a club, man. Yeah, it's taught. like, a, it's it's like a, a club. It's like a club. It's a club. It's like a satirical club, but people take it seriously. Well, you should take it seriously. So in my opinion, because yeah. it, it not not that there is a spaghetti monster, but it's showing a valuable uh, lesson, so to speak. It's highlighting the. Um, I don't want to say like the madness of our, of our ways, but it, it's showing how one thing that everybody can get completely on board with and live their life via and be dictated by and make decisions that affect millions of people is based on exactly the same amount of evidence as, as the, a, as the a teapot. Flying, as a teapot or a oh, spaghetti monster. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, if, if, like, God appeared and, like, the spaghetti monster was real and God made it because he's just taking a fucking piss? Yeah, God's like, he fuck, makes you, it. God, fuck you guys, here's a spaghetti monster. <laughs> you wanted a spaghetti monster that flies around <sighs> and is invisible and dresses like a pirate? Well, here simu- you go. Or the people running the simulation inject the... Inject the... Codex. They code in a, ske- a fucking loads <laughs> of flying spaghetti monsters yeah. to freak us all out. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> Um, so according, according to the Associated Press, uh, Henderson's website has become a kind of cyber water cooler for opponents to d- intelligent design. Yeah. Um, on it, visitors track meetings of pirate-clad pastafarians, sell trinkets and bumper stickers, 
uh, sample photographs that shows the visions of the flying spaghetti monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a nod though. If you see someone with a flying spaghetti, mon- uh, spaghetti monster bumper like sticker yes, on. Yes, you're all struggling with the words though. <laughs> you'd be like that. Oh yeah, look there. I know what he's on about. I, you've got a, a sort of like almost like you can relate to them in the way that they think. Somebody, If someone's got a t-shirt on with that on, you'd be like, okay, I understand the way that they view certain amount of things. Yeah. You can relate to them. <laughs> So in August of 2005, uh, apparently a Swedish concept designer, Nicholas Jansen, created an adaptation of Michelangelo's The Creation of Adam, uh, superimposing the uh, flying spaghetti monster over God. So you know the one where they're like touching fingers? So it's a little fucking the spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti arm. <laughs> Has he got a flavour or was it just literally a ball of spaghetti? He's like his spaghetti and meatballs. But there's no sauce. I think he'd have like tomato sauce, but no, I don't. He's kind of it's more plain. Quite, he yeah. looks plain. Yeah, but tomato would look a bit kind of like aggressive, like blood, a bit aggressive. It? Yeah, Christ, yeah. kind of that. <laughs> so this became the uh, became and remains the flying spaghetti monster's de facto brand image. So is that that you know the king creation of Adam? I have seen the picture of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. If you Google it, it's like that's the one that comes up. <laughs> I found a really good one of him dressed as a pirate for the uh, for the thing, holding like a serpent. Holding <laughs> a serpent. This <laughs> is or like insane. A, li- a, a lizard. <laughs> I'd l- I'd love to like sit down with like. Oh no, I wouldn't actually, because it feels like you're taking the piss out of religion, doesn't it? It does. No, no, and that's why I sort of said, look, we're not taking the piss out of religion because obviously we know that. Lots of people believe in God and it brings them happiness and it brings them calm in life. And like that's. And likewise, you can believe in the spaghetti monster. But if. As if long but as it yeah, but likewise, happens. if you choose to believe in the flying spaghetti monster and that brings you peace and respect happiness. Respect their decision. You have to respect that that's what they want to do. It could be anything. It could be a plant pot if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could we could start a new one. Yeah, you could. The Anyone can. The plant pot religion. You could, you could literally start a new one with a teapot one. Well, that, no, that's not a religion. That was just well, a, might as well be. that was just like a someone's sort of basically saying, look, you know, he was just and he was talking specifically about people you know what believing you in God. What you want to do is, is this is not necessarily all about the. This isn't about religion. This is about a hundred percent about the this this sort of. What I'm going to do is this, man. When the lights go off, when the apocalypse properly kicks in and the electricity goes off and nobody can communicate and society gets fragmented into thousands of pieces and our modern day, uh, sorry, and our modern world is completely gone. Did you just burp? Yeah, I was going to try and hide it, but I couldn't be bothered. When all that's disappeared and no one's got any recollection of the modern day times, I'm going to start saying the Tesla God, there's a car somewhere between the sun and... and (laughs) But it's too small for our telescopes to see. And then one day someone will look out and there will be a f- and I say there's got a ma- it's got a man sitting in the behind the driver's <laughs> seat as well and it's there could you imagine that it'd be wicked I'd fuck them up yeah so the uh, Hunger Artists Theatre Company also produced a comedy called The Flying Spaghetti Monster Holiday <laughs> Pageant in December of 2006 detailing the history of pastafarianism uh, the production has spawned a sequel called Flying Spaghetti Monster Holy Mug of Grog, <laughs> <laughs> performed in December twen- of, uh, 2008. Uh, the com- communal activity abstracted the attention of three university 
of Florida religions, religious scholars who assembled a panel at the 2007 American Academy of Religion meeting to discuss the flying spaghetti monster. In November of 2007, four talks about the flying spaghetti monster were delivered at the American Academy of Religion's annual meeting in San Diego. I would have loved to have been there. The talks, which uh, which titles uh, such a... A holy pastor <laughs> and and authentic source, the flying spaghetti monster's messy implica- implications of theorizing religion. Jesus, exclaimed this at a religious gathering, like ex- a religious <laughs> convention thing. <laughs> Examine the em- elements necess- necessary for a group of um, constitute uh, a group to constitute the, a religion. Speakers inquired whether anti-religion like flying spaghetti monsterism is actually a religion itself. <laughs> flying spaghetti monsterism. <laughs> flying spaghetti. That literally, the fuck the words. Um, the talks were based on the paper Evolutionary Controversy, a slide, a side of pasta, the flying spaghetti monster, and the subversive function of religious parody. Fuck me. I'm gonna get a t-shirt. Pa- maybe we should do one. Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> Published in the uh, Geo. L-E-M, Journal of Religion and Monsters. <laughs> so what? what did these... You know, when he... He was, at, he was at, like, religion con, wasn't he, when he did that speech? Is that... Uh, did I... Am I interpreting that correctly? Religion? No, no. Like, he was at a gathering, like, you know, no, like no, Comic Con. No, no, it was a... It, well, it's like a religious meeting. Yeah, so in, like, are, the are there other religions there talking? Yeah. So it is. It's like religion con, like Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did they all say? They're like, get off the fucking stage, well, they, you're mocking us. They, they said... Um, that no, like the other religions. I'm just trying to. Re- I'm going back because the flying spaghetti monster uh, exclaiming. Because <laughs> I would imagine that they're like, "What the fuck are well, you doing?" Saying, mate? Look, what they said here: speakers inquired whether an anti-religion oh. like flying spaghetti monster yeah. is, in fact, actually a religion in itself, which y- it kind of is. It well, has it become is. because people are following well, it. Jedi is a religion. It. You can be a d- like yeah. you can be a Jedi man. Why so not? The talks, uh, I've just said that, but I will say it again. The talks were based on the paper, Evolutionary Controversy on uh, and a Side of Pasta, <laughs> The Flying Spaghetti Monster and the Subversive Function of Religious Parody, published in the GOLEM Journal of Religion and Monsters. The panel <laughs> garned, garnered an audience of 100 or the more than, um, of 100 or of the more than 9,000 conference attendees, so only 100 people, and the conference organisers received no one gave a fuck about critical it. emails from uh, Christians offended by it. Well, that's what I was going to say. So yeah. what, out of 9,000 people, less than about 100 turned up. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, eh? yeah. No one, get, no, one, no one gave a fuck. They were paying it no, no time, don't yeah, give yeah. it no attention, and it did garden some... Some so <laughs> yeah, people, mail. people like yeah, Christians didn't like I'd it. I'd like to read them letters. I'd yeah. like to read them letters because if they're saying he's belittling in our religion, I'm like, well, yeah. That's what well, he's how is no? He's not though, is he? He's just he, well, he is. If he's saying, look, well, no, he is because it's sa- it, no, he is actually. Yeah, yeah right, he, is, he, he is. He is satirical. The whole thing's the point. The point of it. Well, he's saying, look, if I use the same rules for yours as mine, and the same reasoning and logic and and level of proof, then you have to accept that there's a spaghetti monster in the sky. <laughs> Uh, Put your pirate outfit on. Yeah, because the world gets colder <laughs> after. <laughs> after fucking, like people wear pirate outfits in fucking Halloween, so it gets colder afterwards. Um, 
in 2008, the local chapter of the Church <laughs> of the Flying Spaghetti Monster had sponsored sponsored an annual convention at Skepticon on the campus of Missouri State University. Um, atheists and skeptics give speeches on various topics and a debate with Christian experts is held. Organisers tout that the event as the largest gathering of atheists in the Midwest uh, national branches of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, <laughs> Monster have been striving in many countries oh to have pastafarianism become an officially legally recognised religion uh, with varying degrees of success. Yeah. Uh, in New Zealand, pastafarian um, representatives have been authorised as <laughs> marriage celebrants. Well, why not? And the movement sat, um, satisfies criteria laid down for organisations that primarily remote religious uh, philosophical and humanitarian conventions. So if this so took the, hold... So the, so the uh, Aussies are open to it, man. Well, I thought you said it was New Zealand. Or well, New Zealanders are open, in fact. Close, close enough. Close enough. Same thing. <laughs> Australia's fake. It can't yeah, be Yeah, but it's Australia. like when people say fucking Scotland and Ireland, uh, then it's not, you know, it's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> so if this, like, if enough people got on board of this around the world, they would be forced. They would be forced. Like, if there were millions, imagine if there was, like... Millions. How many did you say? It was 10 million of them around the world. No, that was in his original. That was made up. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. God. That was part of the real. original letter. That there's currently 10 million of us. Because, But we're quite secretive. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, Church of the Flying Spaghetti, Spaghetti Monster operates an orientation mill on their website, which enables um, officiates in uh, jurisdictions where credentials are needed to officiate weddings. Pastafarians say that uh, the Christ. separation of church and state precludes the government from arbitrarily labelling one denotion religiously valid, but another as an or or ordination mill, which is like basically ordination mill is just like what they what they call a made up religion in their eyes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's just a made up religion. It's so it, okay, so made up religion. It's not one that's seen as like a proper religion. So th it just means the passage of time. Then it needs to be around a bit, bit longer. Well, that's it. It's like what makes what what made yeah exactly what, what makes made like the gods of of old. It's funny, not, isn't it? Yeah, how like the you Greek look, gods you look, people you look back. People look back at the gods of old, uh, gods of old. So Roman gods, Greek gods. Yeah, they just you know accept uh, that they're not real. Thor and fucking uh, people believed in those and yeah, Zeus, like Apollo, and Apollo, and, and all of those. Yeah, yeah. People, people properly believe believed in it. that's it. And but now we just now, think it's madness. And now we think it's madness. So would you look back? But people in in another thousand years, like uh, the, the, the flying spaghetti monster, will be the religion that everyone follows, and they look back at. Christianity and and the thing is I know that it seems like sacrilege to say that to some people who like hev heavily believe in you can say in, what the fuck in you the like. Christian beliefs but I I always made that like analogy in my mind I'm like but at some point in in the past people believed in Zeus and they believed in yeah, Thor yeah. and properly, they believed in Loki properly. and they believed in these old school gods yep and now we look back and they're just put stuff of of legend or stuff of like science fiction, but mm -hmm. but so what's to stop that happening again? It's with that, with it's the with the current you know like religion. Well, I follow. always think that it's just acceptance, isn't it? It always I suppose it's because there's something about their gods that seem very fantasy land, isn't it? The way that they battled with each other and one came out of the ocean yeah, and yeah. the other ones in the. But but, but, that, but that's what people believe. But I, yeah, I know that's what they believe. But I also I view all religion 
as my, my personal view is I view all religion in the same sort of ilk as the you know the Roman gods and, and Apollo and that because it doesn't it's, it doesn't for me it's very 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 unlikely to be to be real. If it, I mean it is it's not a hundred percent impossible because I don't fucking know. No, but yeah, it's it, I mean it's one of those things. It's diff. It, it's, you can't prove it. That's what I'm saying. The belief in something that so can't be there can be a spaghetti monster as well. Yeah, there can be. There can be. And in the really universe, you, one could materialize in the sky. Yeah, if you really want to believe in the flying spaghetti monster and, that, and that he's life. he's like the OG pirate, then fucking why not? So in July of two thousand eleven, <laughs> an Austrian pastafarian, uh, Nico <laughs> Alm, won the legal right to be shown in his driving license photo wearing oh a pasta strainer my. on his head oh my god after three years spent pursuing permission and obtaining an examination certifying that he was psychologically fit to drive there's a lot of analogies to, to crazy shit like he this got going on. the idea after reading that the austrian regulations allow headgear in official photos when only when it's uh, worn for religious reasons so, you know, like... So he said, fucking pasta strainer, man. Pasta strainer. That's my religious so some, hat. So some sources report that the colander in the form of a pasta strainer was um, recognised by Austrian authorities as a religious headgear of the parody religion, Pastafarianism. So, is that, is, are they, so uh, does that mean that they're recognising it as a religion? They must be recognising it as a religion if they're allowing that... that Pasta strainer to be on his head because in a passport photo, if it's only religious like garb that can be worn in ID, i.e., driver's license or passports, and he's got a colander on his dome, then he they must be fucking go okay then okay. Well, Alms and if his initiative has since been replicated in several mostly Western countries around (laughs) the world with mixed success. Uh, many national or sub-national authorities, such as the U.S. states, granted driver's license, identity cards, or passports featuring photos of citizens wearing a colander on their head, while other authorities rejected applications on the grounds that either pastafarianism was not real, uh, and not a real religion. How, how do you know? And reflected satire rather than sincerity or seriousness no shit. Um, or that wearing a colander would not be demonstrated to be a religious obligation as other like uh, head y- yeah, coverings yeah, yeah. like uh, jihads or jihads. not jihads sorry jihads <laughs> yeah <laughs> hijabs <laughs> That's that's a genuine mistake. It's I know it was. <laughs> I know it was. I was like, what? Hijab uh, sure is an I- Islam, and um, <laughs> the the kip uh, kip car in Judaism. So, like you know, like the the head things they need yeah, to cover yeah, yeah, themselves. Yeah. With, like they're just saying, no, you're being an idiot. Like you put in a fucking colander on your head, pasta strainer on your head. You're, mo- you're mocking them. You're, mo- you're being you're mocking. Yeah, you're there is mockery involved. But well, that's the thing because if you accept, they go, all right, let him put that pasta. But you, thing but on you his don't head, know if that that person's properly into that as a religion and like you know, well, exactly. and has kind of lost the original idea. <laughs> exactly, he might fully believe it. Yeah, because it's sort of become a bit of a movement, and it you know, like we said with the you know, it's sort of become. Um, disconnected from the original source and the original intent this is how it starts and that's how that's what happened with sender man it got disconnected from the original like concept and idea and just grew into this mad thing and the passage of time because the internet allows for that which you could imagine like in three thousand years if this is still going like (laughs) the whole of civilization has changed multiple times everyone's walking around with colanders on the head (laughs) or they've just changed the colander the the colander's actually like morphed over time and they're walking around with what looks like a helmet but they call it the colander and it's for this mythical thing you're like jesus christ this is insane but 
yeah, I think you should be allowed. Do you think you should be allowed to do that? Well, yeah. yeah I think you should be Yeah, you should be allowed <laughs> to do whatever the fuck you want. It's free fucking not world, isn't it? Well, You're not hurting anyone. No, they're not. That's the thing. Not physically hurting anyone. Yeah, and apparently applicants... Pissing them off, though. Um, Applicants for this and their attorneys uh, reported by uh, resorted to arg retorted God words it's today. Words today, man, difficult. Sorry, everybody. Um, it's been a long week. <laughs> yeah, by <bye. laughs> uh, arguing also with mixed successes that pastafarianism did constitute a real religion, um, or that it was neither up to the government to decide what qualifies as a religion. Yeah, get away nor from this government. Whether certain religion religious beliefs are valid or invalid, yeah. or whether certain practices within religions had the status of obligation, established doctrine, recommendation, or personal choice. So, moreover, p some pastafarians argued satire <laughs> and parody themselves on, um, are or could be a religious practice, yeah. or in an internal part of a religion such as pastafarianism. Imagine that that part of their religion is just taking the piss. Yeah, and the government has no right to decide which beliefs should be taken seriously and which should not, and that it is only up to the individual believers themselves to decide which elements of their religion to take seriously and to what degree. Could you imagine being the people that are like? in the um, the departments of government or something that have to make these decisions. And they're like, well, I mean, I think they're taking the piss, but... But we also can't tell them they're wrong because we can't tell them... We can't tell everyone else who believes it, in, yeah. in a God a, it's not that's to that us. they're wrong. It's, it's not a, up to us. It's like, are, you, are you Christian? No, I'm not Christian. So do you have any kind of... Wh I mean, whatever, say the hijab. Are you, are, you, um, are you Muslim? Are you Islamic? No, I'm not. So you don't believe in the hijab? Well, I don't believe in th in the religions. Well, then you have you still have to allow that because it's a religion. Yeah, so how yeah. do you, you've got to allow that. I mean, it's like it is, it is like the, the, out. the thing where like um, Sikhs will uh, will not wear helmets whilst riding motorcycles, which is in the UK law to do so. Yeah, yeah. But they are exempt from wearing a helmet because of their and the, and the, and the even though it, they're putting themselves at risk and their safety at risk by doing that, the government has to say. Okay, no, they have belief. to respect yeah. that that is part of their religion and belief and that they can't take that off in order to put on a helmet. Yeah, so as so well with the colander. Get that yeah, colander get on that your colander on the top of your helmet. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because like, you think it's like tinfoil hats, it look, just looks ridiculous. Well, it could, yeah, you could do one about, you could end up having some religious tinfoil hat if you really wanted to. Yeah, the the, the deity of the tinfoil hat the, Yeah, the monster. aliens, yeah. <laughs> Those fucking aliens are a religion, aren't they? <laughs> uh, so, with regard, going back to the original letter, uh, so the uh, the original open letter, according to um, the guy called Justin Pope, who was writing about it at the Associated Press, he said, reading between the lines, the point of the letter was this. There is, there's no more scientific basis for intelligent design than there is for the idea of omniscient of an omniscient creature made of pasta created by the cre that you know that yeah, that yeah, pasta yeah, yeah, yeah. guy created the universe if intelligent design supporters could demand equal time in science uh, class why not anyone else the only reasonable solution is to put nothing into science classes but the best available science yes and pope uh, he said he praised the flying spaghetti monster as a clever and effective argument, which yeah, is all it yes was it ever is. meant to be yeah, at the end of it's the a day. It's a, it's a really like, uh, it's a friendly, funny, I won't say friendly, but it's depends a, well on it's, it's, a, it's a satirical, 
approach to a situation that could escalate quite badly into argument. Yeah, exactly. So he's gone about it in a in a witty way. And a lot of like, you know, uh, reporters praised him yes. on his wit and his, you know, his approach to the somewhat difficult situation of of them trying to teach teach For, uh, like uh, intelligent, intelligent design. design yeah, yeah. Which Somebody has is, created everything. Which has no scientific <laughs> proof and but it's specifically well, no, teaching it in science. Yeah, 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 like yeah. okay, you can teach it in relig- you know, in 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 a religious yeah, well, that's the thing. It's it's you. It's difficult. It's such a difficult line to because if you, you should be able to teach your religion or whatever, but you can't, it's like, but they want to actually introduce it into a curriculum. Well, I'm not. I don't know, man. And, and that's what happens when you get past the monsters in the sky, isn't yeah. it? So that I've written down a whole load of like people that have praised him. I don't really need to read them all. They just said. The, the the kind of general consensus from like it's a clever argument. media it's it was a clever argument a clever well made yeah. and that it didn't and if and it was effective because well, this is going to get mocked, intelligent design wasn't chosen to be taught in science yeah uh, you know as an as an opponent to the theory of evolution which does have very many uh, scientific you know basis yes there are some questions and i think on the subatomic level there's always going to be questions that we can't quite describe because we don't understand it all properly well there's there's things like in in uh, in evolution that are stupid that, that show that there isn't such thing as intelligent design like there's like a nerve or something that is um i'm probably going to explain this really really badly it's like a, n- a nerve controls uh, it sends a message to the brain and the pathway in whatever animal this was, the nerve that sent that message, the pathway was like a, a millimetre. But over the evolution of this p- specific animal, can't remember what it is, uh, that nerve has moved further and further and further and further away from the brain until it's at the opposite end of the body. And they're like, well, that's just not... In- that's not... If it was intelligent design, you would have kept that nerve by the brain so it could t- communicate. Yeah, yeah. With. But over evolution, it's pulled it further away. Mm. So evolution does design... Uh, I say design. It does evolve. <laughs> it does design. It does evolve. Evolutionary design. Great uh, sort of leaps and bounds, but it also does it um, evolve, but backward sort of quirks, so yeah, to speak, yeah. which wouldn't be there if there was an intelligent designer. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. surely, if you're being designed by God, then you everything would be fucking perfect all well, the time. That, that's the argument. You know yeah. that there are inconsistencies. There are things that go wrong in evolution i think it's a nerve in a giraffe or something like that that's ended up got got stretched over eons and they can see from like early early remains or or their previous ancestors this fucking thing the pathways just got longer and longer well you can see it you know like um you can see it running around the block for no reason was it that dolphins they thought were thought to have uh that we land-based weren't they Originally, in with the dolphins and monkeys, because you can still see the fingers in yeah, their flippers inside, man. like creepy little bone flippy hand things yeah. inside the flips, flip flops. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. Pastafaria tesm. That was good fun. Yeah, it's like a light-hearted, you know, kind of it's approach to something that is a little bit difficult to talk about, I suppose. Not but really. It's just everyone knows we're not fucking being out of order. Nah. We're just having a laugh, the same as this fella was yeah, when he made this spaghetti in the sky. Excuse my terrible. Fucking I mean, words today. Hey, happens, My brain's man. not like it's Someti- not plugged in today. Apparently, S- sometimes it happens to me, and I'll be yeah, doing. Yeah, you're like, like fucking hell. Why can't, can't I, I say? Have a beer, if I have a beer and then you start slurring or Why some shit. Why can't I speak? Yeah, it's like terrible. I'm not. I had any beer. No beer. Shouldn't <laughs> no I? Beer. Nine o'clock in the morning or something. <laughs> it's actually quarter past eleven. Quarter past eleven in the morning. Uh, I'm just going to quickly run over so, some social bits. Um, go to El Yucateco. 
be nice to them, go to RetroVague, be nice to them and shop El Yucateco, browse their sources, get the, get, you know, they've got loads of lovely flavoured, good, good, yummy, king of flavour yumminess. Um, RetroVague is brilliant. They've just got some amazing 80s stuff. The, um, use you use the codes we said at the beginning yeah, to get 10% off robots and robots rise so yeah, robots yeah, yeah. for retro vague robots rise for el yucateco and uh just you know do all the things just get involved get involved and find us on our social media rfe top secret classified are we going to put out another podcast before christmas do you i think? would imagine we will yeah i've got one ready to go for next week but well, I mean, it's Christmas on Friday. It's Christmas Friday. We could do it Thursday, yeah, but mm. we'd have to do it. We'd have to do it early in the week to get it out. Yeah, before we'd have to Christmas. Do, that's fine. That's fine. But I just don't know whether. Uh, if we don't, don't, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We will get one out. Have yeah, a very merry Christmas. Yeah, have a very merry Christmas. We'll definitely get one out. Well, I don't know whether it'll be topic. I might just get pissed and just have uh, a just have, have a, a laugh. Have a yeah. It might be like a a. a What's yeah. What are they called? I don't Apocalypse know. Apocalypse one with Rob. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Well, they're with them coming anyway because you know, I'm going to do one with Rob tomorrow anyway. So we can figure it out. I'm sure we will. It all comes together in the end. Indeed. Is that all you've got? It's all I've got. My brain's my brain is like... It's fried. P- it's pickled. It's a bit pickled the today. Frying pickle monsters, yeah, Adia. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. <laughs>